Hey, it's Naughty. And I'm the Teach, and welcome to Naughty and the Teach. This week, we are once again your favorite black hotties. Oh, we're back. Yes, we are. Finally, we've missed you guys, and we know that you have missed us. And shout-outs for all of you who've been checking for us, wanted to know where we were, wanted to know where we were going to get a new episode. So we want to make sure that we address you, and here it is. Here's our new episode. Um, and if you would like an explanation for why we were gone for so long, simply, you needed a break. Yeah, sometimes it's important to take a break, and that's what we needed to do. But I do want to know, Nordy, how does it feel to be back? It feels great to be back on the mic. Yeah, being behind this microphone is, is, is really good. We, we have been thinking about what we want to present and for you, for our audience, for a little while. So we are really excited of what is to come next. Yeah, I think we've both been looking forward to this, and it feels almost like we're back in sync. So, with that being said, we wanted to make sure that we dedicated this episode to reintroducing ourselves. Like Jay-Z said, allow us to reintroduce ourselves. And we're just as godly as him as well. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we'll, we might be on his level economically one day, but look, we got to aim for something, right? Exactly. You know, we're manifesting. And that's what we're doing. Also, we are really happy. We got to do a little slight changes to our setup that makes it flow and work a little bit better for us. So we're really happy about that as well. So um, like the teach just said, this week is a little bit different. Our popping off, we're going to be talking about our values as a podcast. So, you know, sit back, unwind, and get ready to listen. Yes. So when we were um, talking about the podcast and what we're going to do when we return, we want to talk about our values, like what about our podcast we want to focus on, what will be our core. And while we're expressing this core now on this date for this episode, that core will obviously change and it'll evolve. Um, maybe it might devolve. Who knows, you know, um, depending on the, the state. The nature, you know, the world is the ever-changing place, but our whole purpose is we want to constantly grow and move forward. So we wanted to present you with our, I guess we'll call it the core four. Oh, oh, from on my block. Woo. Yes, the core four. Um, that was a recommend. You should have watched Yes, already. hopefully, you know, none of us is, uh, what's his name? The gangster? Caesar? Oh, none of us is Caesar. I didn't like Caesar. I'm just, I just, I just. I, but you Look, I like Ruby. You do Rudy? have to love Rudy. Oscar, though. Oh, yeah. Oscar was the man. Oscar, Oscar was, was the, the older brother? Yeah. Oh, man. And also, man. Watch the show. Watch the show. Yes. Because... All My Block is a good show. Netflix. You can watch it. It was a Naughty and a Teach recommend. It came out four years ago uh, today, actually. Oh, word. Wow. Look at that. Look at that. It's kismet. Yes. All right. So, Naughty, would you like to introduce... Oh, should we just tell them what our four is and then break it down? Go ahead and tell them. All right. So... Our four values as a podcast is authenticity, introspection, self-awareness, and positivity. So we're going to take a moment to explain what each of them represents for us and this podcast and all the content that we share for you. So Nodi, would you like to start us off, please? As usual, the queen. Of course. And, you know, we talked about the values, but we didn't actually talk about the definition. So, you know, we're going to interject with each other. I, I have a feeling. I'm going to add to each other. <laughs> yeah, add, add. Yeah, he's more polite than me. Um, so the first one is authenticity. And I think, you know, we want to be as true to, true to ourselves as possible. We, we have told you guys from the original beginning that 
we wanted to be vulnerable and we wanted to um, explore and speak our truth. And I think that is something that we are, no matter how much we change, it's something that we're always going to stand on. You know, we're going to kind of be like, you can call me Cardi J, Nutty Flower, a.k.a. Cardi J, because no matter what, I'm going to be real, you know, pissy elevators to walking red carpets. That's going to be real. And that's going to be something we're going to do our best to manifest and make it. And authenticity, we want to make sure that everything we do comes from our authentic selves. Yes, you know, we are publicly expressing our thoughts, our feelings, being vulnerable, expressing things that might be, you know, inner secrets, might be things for people that's hard for people to talk about. But we want to take that risk. We want to take that challenge. We want to share with you who we are because if we put on a mask and we try to be something that we're not, that's going to be a lot harder for us to maintain instead of us just being our true authentic selves. So we could be people who really think deeply about the world. We can think deeply, not only think deeply about the world, but also want to make a positive change and impact on the world. But also, we just want to talk some shit sometimes. Exactly. If you look at the bio, we are two black people talking shit. Talking that shit. That's, that's literally where the whole podcast came from. We're friends. We like to talk shit. And we're like, you know, we're funny. We should record that. Yeah. And here we are. And here we are. And, you know, we wanted, if we just sit here and talk shit, we, we were okay with that. But we also wanted to not only talk shit, but also talk about the world. Talk about things that people might be talking about. Talk about things that people aren't really thinking about on that level. So we have really sat down and we have some some really good episodes planned. Some obviously is going to be serious. Some are going to be funny. Some are going to, you know, have some entertainment value. All of them are going to have entertainment value. Let me let me rephrase that. But we're going to talk about these things from our own authentic selves and experiences. Yes. So you want to leave them with the next one? Oh, yes. Which leads us to our next one, which is introspection. You, and you know that's our favorite thing. Oh, shit. Because if you've been listening to the podcast, you know the next three words, four words, excuse me, the next four <laughs> words. Look Future at that. merch. Future and merch. And I'm the teach. And um, you know the next four words that are going to come out of my mouth is work on your shit. Now, work on your shit. No, work on your shit. No, you got to be your. It can't be yo. Work on your shit. Yeah, you gotta know, the, the teach, teach. got to be got to be grammar and punctuation, yo. Correct, like, you know, everything. What if it's yo with the apostrophe? I, I, it could be. It could be. Listen, we're going we're gonna to see what, what works, what sticks. We're going to throw it against the wall and hope. But work on your shit is really something that not only do we feel we should um, be talking about, but also something that we are... I, uh, so... Our notes. <laughs> Our notes just, are on his iPad, and he needed the whole. I needed to FaceTime it, so I had exactly. to. I was trying to face do it ID while I was talking, see, and he has talked about how he's older. He said FaceTime is Face ID. I Face That's ID, okay. but yeah, you, you you get me. I mean, listen, I'm old, but I know what technology is. I said older. You see, he calls himself old. I'm this respectful. is a this is a pair, right? You're a fool. They had eye pairs on iCarly, though. Did they have eye pairs. Oh, I should have said an orange, but that was. Do you know what iCarly is? It's a TV show with Victoria. Uh, no, with uh, Ariana Grande. No, that's Victorious. All right, well, shit, it's a Nickelodeon show. Yeah, there you go. It's a Nickelodeon show. I mean, I just don't know who was on it. Um, somebody famous. Miranda Cosgrove. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> she was in uh, School of Rock, and she was uh, in Drake and Josh. You don't know what I'm talking about. I, those are the two boys in the hotel, and I know one of no, them. No, no, that's Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Uh, well, it's two boys. There's two boys with two names. What do you want me to do? 
At least I knew that. But <laughs> introspection. <laughs> introspection. So we want you, not only you, but also we're going to be taking this journey with you where we're looking deeply inside of who we are and what makes us do the things we do, but also reflecting on that thing and trying to be the best versions of ourselves that we can. Now, yes, this podcast could be one part of your journey for introspection. It might be the part that just says, hey, oh, start thinking about yourself, work on yourself. Oh, I heard something that might apply to me, something that might not. Oh, I might know somebody else who might be going through something or experiencing this thing. Here's your chance to talk about it, hear about it, engage with us because we always are asking, you know, reach out to us. You, you have our Instagram handles, and if not, we will definitely share it before the end of the show again, as per usual. And we want, we encourage you to, to reach out, have somebody to bounce ideas, to talk things about, talk, bounce them off. We, we, we accept that. And anything that will help you to be introspective, that's what we're encouraging. I um, even though like we are a podcast, I think we want to be listened to almost like a piece of music where you listen to us and we add to your perspective. You know, we don't have to necessarily change it, but we would we always want to add to your perspective, widen your perspective so that you can be introspective in whatever way you need to become a better person. And that kind of leads us into our next value, which is self-awareness. It's very hard to be self-aware because, you know, at least I think it's hard to be self-aware in some situations because how you perceive things is not necessarily how other people perceive things. And you need to hear other people's perspectives so that you can become better. And on a personal note, the... Peach and I got into a little, I guess I'm going to say tiff because it wasn't super big, I guess. Share my feelings, y'all. Yeah. Um, on Sunday, yes. And then, you know, uh, this past Sunday, and, you know, he told me, you know, like, you, I didn't think that I snapped at him. I thought I was maybe being assertive. But when he told me, like, I, like I snapped at him, I was like, you know what, like, even though it was hard for me to hear and I wasn't necessarily in the moment, I wasn't taking all of the accountability I should have been for it. I was like, you know, like thinking about it, I was like, it, it doesn't matter necessarily if I feel like I snapped. I hurt his feelings and I know that when I was talking, I, I was being aggressive. Um, even though he didn't want to say that because, you know, as a black man, he cares about me, a black woman, and he didn't want to put that pin on me. Which I, no. which, which I appreciate, but I, okay. in my own opinion, I was being aggressive. Um, because I was frustrated, but just because I was frustrated doesn't make it right, but it added to my self-awareness, and I know that I need to be more mindful when I speak to people, even when I am feeling a high-level emotion, yeah. and that's what we want to encourage in you guys. And also build off of what- I'm sorry, you people. Yes, you people. Ah. To build off of uh, what Naughty Flower is saying is also that- we are not always self-aware of even how people view us because we have this sense of self and our sense of self is extremely inflated. And it doesn't matter who it is, unless you do the work to actually really look at yourself from the eyes of somebody else, your sense of self is going to be uber inflated. The way you think people see you, the way people feel about you is always going to be from your perspective of how you think people should see you. 
and we may disagree on this. I know that you see all the time, if you are on social media, you have or you will see a post that says um, other people's opinion of you is not your problem. And to an extent, yes, that is true. But I do think that when, you know, everybody has a circle of people that they that they trust, you know, and if anything, when those people in your circle who tell you something about yourself, you need to broaden your self-awareness because it's like if this person who I love is telling me that I was acting whatever way, I need to think and I need to reflect on that. Now, if uh, going back to previous episodes, if Josephine from Runaway is telling you about yourself, fuck Josephine because she don't know you like that. She don't even know you. She knows about you, but she don't know you. So her opinion doesn't matter. But you know, your homie, your homie uh, Simon, you got to take Simon's opinion into consideration. Wait, are these real people or is this a metaphor? That was a metaphor. I mean, Josephine is based on a real person, and I was thinking, I was calling you Simon in my own mind. Oh, you mean you could have called me the teach, but no, but I had to stay biblical. I was oh, keeping right. with the. Me- Come on right, now, right. keep with the fucking metaphor. I forgot, I forgot Come on now. Well, he obviously he be getting on my back about listening to the episodes. Were you listening? Oh no, it wasn't that. I just uh-huh. I was just asking for this particular sense. Oh, of- he was getting clarity. That's all. Okay. Um, I get you though. I I don't know if Simon is a biblical name. I it don't is. know. I'm not saying it is or it isn't. I just I believe it is. It's not really my world. I'm like 98 percent sure that it's a biblical name. It's probably a Simon or two in the. Bible I was gonna say store. Judas, but I was like, don't use don't use him. Don't use him. Not the, <laughs> I know who Judas is. <laughs> he was good until it wasn't. Um, to go on to our last uh value, it's positivity, and regardless to the shit talking or the fun we have or you know. We want to still be positive. You can express anger. You can express frustration and still be positive. You can um, be upset about something and still be positive. And the whole overall feeling that we want to have is positivity. It's not like two things can't mix and match if it's done right. You can't be like, fuck the world and fuck everybody else and never want to open yourself up for a good or positivity and then be like, I'm a positive person. It's more about still being able to have a full set of human emotions and the human um, experiences, but overall, you can still be positive. And we are going to be talking about a lot of different things. Some things are going to be fun and, and light. Some things are going to be a bit heavier. But overall, the whole purpose is either to inform, to educate, to get you to laugh, to get you to look at something from a different perspective. But the overall thing we want to do is leave some positivity in this realm, in this space that we are occupying right now. Yes. So even if you hear something that you don't like, it's email never... Us about, email us. <laughs> Hit us up on Instagram about it. Fax us. Um, <laughs> even if you hear something that you don't like, nothing that we say is going to make you feel badly about yourself or about the situation. It's gonna just You're going to be like, damn... And, and damn, hit my nose in the mic. You can be like, damn, uh, I never thought about it like that. Or uh, now I'm thinking deep, more or more deeper, more deeply about it. If our podcast makes you feel deeper or more deeply or think about something on a deeper level, we've done our jobs. That's what we want to do. And those are our values. Yes. 
So that is our popping off for this week of this episode. We have something planned for our transition of popping off. Um, we're just working on getting it done and all, but we're growing still as a podcast. We're glad that you're a part of this. And as we grow and we could see, you could be like, hey, I remember when their popping off was just them saying, now let's pop off. Exactly. You're going to be like, I remember. Wait, doesn't make. I was going to sing a lyric, but it don't make sense. So it's okay. Either way, you're going to have some memories about our early starts and being a part of that. And we greatly appreciate that. So now this is the heart of our of our uh, story or this episode is our digging deep. And for digging deep for this week, we're going to play a game. We are going to play the We're Not Really Strangers game. And if you like the cards that um, we got today, we are playing the relationship pack. Excuse me. Um, the relationship pack is not only for dating. It can be used for friendships or family. They do have different uh, like card packs for dating that are dating specific um, for Specifically for introspection, they call it the reflection deck. But we are doing the, um, we're doing partially connection and partially reflection. And uh, when I bought these cards, they actually donated to the BLM movement. I do not know if they are continuing that um, as they have grown bigger and bigger. But yes, we are playing We're Not Really Strangers. You can find them online, Instagram, for sure. And we'll try to put some description we will. Our, we will put we will we will add them in our description and on Instagram they will be tagged. We're working on um getting links in these descriptions depending on where you find the episode. It's a work in progress, y'all. You know, there's a lot of different rules and regulations that you have to abide by when you post a podcast and you post in your descriptions. So, you know, once we do, we will try to find the best and easiest method in order to get you this information. But we will encourage you to reach out to us if you have any knowledge, any ways in which it would be good to help disseminate information to our audience, we greatly would appreciate that. Yes, we want to inform you guys. But we are done with the practicalities, and we are going to get ready with this game. Yes. Get started with this game. All right, so I'm going to start it off. So we are going to skip level one. Um, so there's three levels to this game. Um, we're going to skip level one. Um, I can't remember what level one is called. I can't remember either, but um, we don't have the cards. The physical, we don't have, we don't all have the, the cards in front cards. of us. We we don't have the level one cards in front of us. We we specifically selected these cards out weeks ago. Weeks ago, so we actually don't even remember, you know, how <laughs> what the cards are, which is the great part, you know. So what you're gonna get right now is unscripted, unrehearsed, and we're going to be very vulnerable. Yes, and we're gonna be as honest as we possibly can. So uh, teach is gonna start. My level two question. So level two connection. It's actually a question I ask Naughty a lot. How are you really? Wow. And this is like the fucking worst week to ask me. Um, I know I told you I was all right earlier, but. Mm, He's always all right. I mean, I guess in the grand scheme, I am all right. This week has been a really hard week. Um, I know that we know that the teachers to teach, but I, I think I've mentioned before that I also work in education. Oh, I'm not gonna cry. I swear to God. But um, one of the students that I work with passed away very suddenly um, from leukemia. 
not even his family knew. So when he passed away, it was like he was vomiting on on Saturday, died on Tuesday morning. And it was the Ides of March. And if you are someone who knows me, you know that uh, I took Latin in high school. So the Ides of March, I've been told, beware the Ides of March, beware the Ides of March. And I have still carried that with me because literally since I have learned about the Ides of March, I don't know if it's like a manifestation of it, um, but something has always happened um, either on the Ides of March or, you, you know, or around around March. You know, I had a fire in my house that was devastating. It happened in March. So, you know, like this is like a, a really hard, a really hard month for me in general because of just a thing, the, the things and the people I have lost and the memories I've, that, the hard memories that I have with March. So that was hard, you know. Uh, I, I know I'm really too empathetic to be in education because a child got arrested today and I'm worrying in my mind what's happening to him about the children that are just not being cared for, um, you know. And as I've talked about in the podcast, I had a friend who passed away in August and with all this happening, um, even before this was happening, he was... My friend Daniel was really on my mind, so I've already I was already in a wave of grief, and um, I don't know. This week is just really hard, really shitty, and I feel like I can hear my friend's voice, but I also know that I will never see him again, and it's just hard. That's real. Like you know, we are podcasters we're trying to entertain but you know we're still human beings and you know we still have uh, things that we have to deal with um on a similar note how am i really and i was thinking i'm yes how are you i'm on the lower end of okay and i'll I'll explain why i think part of it is i i do work in education i am a teacher i teach uh special education um and i this past week, I have been really realizing how stressed and how bothered uh, the teachers are. They, I, I feel like something's about to come to a head um, at the school. Um, I don't know what it is, but it's a, a nagging feeling that I have. My whole thing is I just don't want to be included in it and part of it. I haven't had the best experiences. Um, so I'm trying to myself away from it but it seems like it's something that's coming and it's not going to be easily to avoid um this school year for a lot of people it's hard and i'm doing a lot more than i would like to um, especially with trying to get you know kids on track discipline you know i'm i'm doing a lot i'm regulating kids when i don't even have them mostly because i want them to do better and i think that when you don't when there's not a lot of voices trying to make them do better and you're one of the few, if you don't be one of the few, then there's no voice telling a kid what they need to do. And sometimes that voice, they may not listen to you now, but it may echo in their head and they may hear it later on as they grow up and they get more mature and they get better. I think also, on a, on a more personal note, I think I extend myself more than I should. I think I extend myself on an empathetic level for people who definitely would not do the same for me at a situation where I was supporting someone. And afterwards 
I felt really empty inside. I felt like, wow, I did all of this in order to help you. And, and this is even based on experiences. You would not do the same for me. In fact, it's not even that they wouldn't do the same for me. You know how when somebody shows gratitude and you can look at them and look at their reaction and look them in their eyes and know that they greatly appreciated what you did? I didn't feel that. And then I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? And then I try, and then I, you know, as I sat with it, this empty feeling and why, it was more about, I know what it's like to go through things. And I know what it's like to go through things at work, personally, all different places. And I know that there's been times in which I wish somebody stepped up and did something to help or support me. Um, Even just to step in and say, hey, I got you. It's going to be okay. Hey, do you even want to talk about it? And I was trying to do that on some, like, I know what it is to be on the opposite end. Let me be that voice. Let me be that person. Let me be that thing that would be helpful or supportive for somebody who might need it. But even afterwards and knowing, like, it's like the question I ask myself is, what are you doing? Like, what are you really doing? And why are you doing it? So just like, you know, we're telling you, it's me really sitting down being introspective, being self-aware, and really thinking about, you know, what I need to do to be authentically me. My actions was authentic to me. But I think that, after, especially after the empty feeling came across me, it was more about why am I choosing to do these things that might just leave me with this empty, hollow feeling? And I think we all can relate to that in some way or some form. I know that you guys do not know uh, teach, but or the teach, but um, I feel like you saying that have relationships that are inequitable, and you recognizing Truth. that you are in, in extremely empath. Even you saying that you are an empathetic person. Um, I met you what, a year and a half ago. That's definitely not something that you were saying before. Maybe maybe you were saying it, but you were not recognizing it in yourself. And that is leaps and bounds from the person who I met. And um, I have to say, when we had our conversation, when you told me that I hurt your feelings, that's one of the things that made, like when you told me that, one of the things that made me, like part of what made me really have to think about it was was that, was like, you know, I had to question like why, sorry, why didn't I, why didn't I treat you like the friend that you are? And I think, you know, because I know, I know, I, and, I, and I realized how much I hurt you. Yeah. And I just want to add, I literally use those words. Like, as a human being, especially as a man, we, we have feelings. My feelings were hurt. It wasn't about me coming and trying to use words or filler words or feel a feel, filler feelings. It was more like, hey. I sat down, I thought about it. I didn't just react or respond. I gave it some time and said, hey, sitting with it, thinking about it, being introspective, reflecting on it, this is what it felt like for me. And, it, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't about no, coming in every, and making somebody else feel bad no, or feel and, shitty. And I'll say this. Everything you said, nothing, like, you, like we said in our values, what you said did not make me feel badly about myself or even about my actions necessarily. It made me think about it. It made it made me be introspective and in about how I talk to people and how I treat people. And when it came to you, 
I know that you are, at least with me, you say that I'm your people and you are always welcoming to me and I'm always Nobody welcome. Is my people. And I'm always welcomed in your space. So for so the fact that I even questioned that for a moment in time, I was like, damn, I fucked up and I hurt his feelings. And I can understand exactly why, maybe not exactly why, but I can understand why he was hurt and why he had to tell me. Because it wasn't that I snapped at you. It was the whole situation. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's, you know. And I appreciate you being such a friend to me that you were able, that you told me that. Yeah. I think that's also part of it is we don't really communicate with each other. We don't really say how we feel. We don't really tell what's on our minds. And I just want to say, this conversation that what we just shared came from a question of how are you really ask somebody that go deep and then hopefully they'll counter it with going deep as well or join in with you going deep this is the nature of really expressing yourself and, and doing that introspection work mind you we made a promise to each other that we would actually be honest with how we feel so generally there is honesty but that was a level deeper yeah so we are continuing with the level two connection, and this question is: Has a has a stranger ever changed your life? Yes. Um, when I was in uh, uh something I don't know if you know about me is I grew up in group homes. I think you actually do know. I've I've shared that. I think that was actually an unreleased version. I I didn't talk about it during. No, I think you spoke about it, and then we hated the episode, and then we re-recorded. Oh. Yeah. Well, now you know. Yes, there was a unreleased <laughs> episode. I'm sure we still have it. So we it do might... still have it, but it's gonna be on Patreon. So yes. eventually, y'all gonna have to pay for it. Yeah. Well, love you all. Um, I was grew up in group homes, and or the childcare says no, it's group homes. We'll call it what it is. And um, when you're in a group home and you have some form of sense, some brains, um. First, I just I need to start off that being in child care, you're a vulnerable child. You're in a situation where you're 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 dealing with either trauma, abuse, some form of thing that you're carrying, and you don't have the words or the feelings or the experience from it. Trauma for sure. And you're surrounded by adults who don't always have your best interests in mind. In fact, some of them may have nefarious purposes. Um, some of them don't think you can, and especially when you're a child of color in spaces and that would be mostly, you know, dominated by white people, it becomes even more. It's like <laughs> you get a lot of, oh my God, he can read. <laughs> not, not exactly like he reads so well, or he speaks so well, you know, things like that. Um, so for a long time, I kind of knew that I was stuck there and my only way out was I would have to age out by the time I was 18 years old. And I was lucky enough to go to the local high school um, also because the <laughs> there were kids in my high school class that were working on coloring books. Like, it was a special ed school for real, for real, for real. And, um, you know, it just wasn't for me. So I was able to go to a local high school in a suburb in Westchester. And... <laughs> It was it, it was a whole different experience, but also, you know, even the teachers there were just like, oh, it's those kids. It was me and another kid from that school. Um, and I was trying to apply to colleges, and it was literally me doing the work by myself. 
And I kind of got frustrated one day. And I went to the guidance counselor. And the guidance counselor literally blew me off. Um, said, you know, he doesn't work with our, our kids or whatever. And, you know, he was happy to receive all the kids who lived in the, in the town. But he was not really working. And this was in Westchester County. This was in an affluent um, suburb of Westchester County. And so if you are not from, because we have international listeners, if you suburbs are not. Suburbs of New York, yes. Yes, not only but the suburbs of New York, but when he, when the teach says that it was an affluent community, our school systems are funded by tax dollars. So when, um, like Westchester is, is generally affluent, so more money were going into their schools because they had property taxes and things like that. Whereas when you are in the New York City, New York City is a, a, most parts are quote unquote inner city. So where there are more black and brown children going to school, there are there's less tax money because there isn't a, a property tax because most people in those areas are living on public housing. So when he, so even though he's a teacher saying that, you know, the children were, or the students were working in coloring books, it's, still much more than you would see in New York City in the five boroughs. They are doing more advanced things, even if it's even though it was still coloring books. Unfortunately. Yeah. I um so guidance counselor wouldn't help me in this school. I don't know if she was a social worker or whatever her role was, but I've never seen her her office was like this digi little windowless office. It was really small. And I went in there in my state of frustration. I didn't know what to do. And I was just talking. I think it was just like for, it was cathartic to talk to somebody who would actually listen. Mm -hmm. And I talked to her and she had nothing to say. So it wasn't very helpful. And I'm like, oh, fuck this man. Well, whatever. I, I'm going to, I had the, 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 the motivation. I was going to do it on my own. The problem was there were so many things um, tripping me up. Um, you know, being 18 or, or being a senior in high school and not really having support, don't know how to fill out these financial aid forms or financial forms or whatever the case may be. Did you have to pay for applications then? Yes. But I was willing to do that, um, you know, because I knew college was my next step and it was also a way out for me for the thing. A couple of days later, that social worker lady, I am so sorry I forgot your name or, you know, what your role was. She was probably the guidance counselor. She, she probably didn't go through that. No, no, she wasn't the guidance counselor. She was something else. And I don't think she was even, like... She wasn't affiliated with the school, but she was like an outside who worked at a school. She could have still been a counselor. Yeah, it could have been something like that. But anyway, she said, hey, I know this woman who worked in places similar to the place you live. Um, would you be willing to talk to her? I was like, whatever. What are you going to do? So I, I worked at The Gap in another uh, affluent uh, place in Westchester. Yes, The Gap. <laughs> um, I was a shitty employee. Just like all the other high school kids. We didn't understand what work was at that time. Oh, my gosh. Just like another Gemini we know who worked at Gap. Damn these Kanye comparisons. Um, all right. So I then met these two people, uh, husband and wife. And they, you know, became my mentors in this place through the program. And they helped me fight and demand and get the things I actually deserve. Not more. But because I had an uh, because I had adults in my life that cared and was supportive. Because um, also another known fact is 
when I was 15, I was supposed to leave this place that I hated being. I went there when I was 12 and I hated being there. And I was supposed to leave when I was 15. And I just decided I'd rather stay in this place I absolutely hated than go to live with my family because I knew what would happen to me if I did that. It would be, I wouldn't, I'm going to be a whole hundred with everybody. I would not be the man that I am today. This empathetic, me even expressing that you hurt my feelings, that's not something that's common within my familiar structure. And if I, and the reason why I am different is because I did not grow up in that environment. The things that I could have been, uh, I always have this joke with Nordy about how I'm going to, I should just quit my job and live on some woman's couch. If I did not, if I live with my parents, I would probably be living on some woman's couch. And I'm <laughs> probably the realest words I've said. He has the prerequisites though. I do. I am, <laughs> ladies, if you, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am very happy providing my own. I have my own space. It is beautiful. But those people help me to get what I need. When we are, you know, opening up more about who we are, I am definitely going to share more about uh, them. You know, I don't want to just throw people out there and throw people's information. But those strangers at that time really helped to shape me to be the people I am today. And I greatly appreciate you. <laughs> um, my story is not as detailed, but um, sorry. <coughs> Again, you know, this is a, this is um kind of a week of Daniel. I don't re even really remember what Daniel and I were talking about, but we were at the deli sitting on the stools and I, we were talking about just like the, the problems we were having in high school. And, um, like minds were my sorry not minds my my problems were more about you know um feeling like an outcast and feeling just like completely misunderstood by hey, all the people in my life like it, it, you know like Daniel and I had a different understanding and Daniel was talking about you know um the things that were going on at at home um which I'm not going to get into and literally this is the only time a white man has ever helped me um, this, this man, old, this older gentleman turned around, <sighs> sorry, I'm not gonna cry. Um, and he just told us, like, he was like, you know, this is a moment in your life. This is a moment in your life. And he, and he was in just like, I, he was like, I know that it's really hard, but if you can just see that there is a bright spot at the end and that it will end and that you can get through it. It was the first time that, you know, someone told me like, I like it wasn't you know it wasn't on some it gets better because I fucking hate that shit because it doesn't acknowledge what you're going through at the moment. Toxic positivity. Yeah, exactly. He was like, I know it's hard right now, and I know you are struggling, but he was like, just he was like, please look at that bright spot, look at that bright spot, and and push through as best as you can. Even if he was like, like even if your grades are bad, even if. You're not having a good time. Push through it. Get through it. You know, focus on that bright spot. You know, because he was like, you're going to graduate and you're going to be like, thank God I got to this point because the world is yours. You know, and Daniel ended up going to Pittsburgh. I went upstate to school and we had completely different experiences than what we had in New York. Completely different. 
you know, and, you know, Daniel was set on changing the world, and I just, and so was I, but, you know, I was like, oh, I want to help the earth. I wanted to be like a scientific hippie. And, you know, if we, if we had not had that conversation, I would not be here. Like, physically, I would not be here. Um, because that, w- that was, you know, I think, yeah. Right before that, I think I tried to, uh, that, right before that conversation, I had tried to kill myself. And that was, oh, sorry, content warning. If, if it had not been for that conversation, I would not have realized you know, that I can just, I can, that I could focus, you know, when that gets to the times where it's hard that you can focus on a, on an end point and just say, you know, and, and all this is going to be shitty. And I know every single day might be shitty, but I have an end point and to focus on a finish line. So without that man, I would not be here. So, and, and, and y'all know I'm like super black. So the fact that I can acknowledge a white man is like a lot. Shout out to that magical white man. If this was a movie, it would definitely be a black guy telling two white kids like, because the magical Negro thing, if you don't know what it is, you should definitely look it up. It's a trope that a lot of movies like to make. We're going to have a whole podcast on it because I just can't. I can't with the ma- I can't with the tropes and we're going to do a podcast. But that man, that man, I'm telling you, and it was random that he was even there because I live in, I live in the. In a, at the time, I lived in one of the worst neighborhoods in New York City. So the fact that he was even there in a deli, in a in a in a bodega, if you're from fucking New York, it's wild. He should not have been there. So the fact that he was there, wild. He was looking. He was scouting to gentrify the neighborhood. Like, Which no, buildings am I gonna buy? I mean, um, <laughs> he might have been. If you're still out there, white man, please buy my co-op because it's ridiculous out here, and. They're not doing the right things, so please buy it. If you're still out there, thank you very much because because of those words, it really impacted somebody's life. So we appreciate that, and that's the positivity that we 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 mean and we we want to see in the world. Um, so naughty, we have decided that we were going to modify our time. We are getting to that point. We have an option to read one more, but if we read, we'll have to do two more, which will definitely delay it, or we can postpone, and this can be something that we continue to revisit during future episodes, which I think might be actually interesting. Um, can we do one more? Just do one more. Okay. Um, you can finish the last question. Um, that's fine. I, I, I answered the question about the stranger. I know. So did I. So you can do one more. You can pick up a card. Oh. Do well, do you have a card that you want to... Um, look oh. at, look at, but let, we're going to look at our cards real quick, real quick. Actually, I think I have the last, okay. this is the, I have the wild card. Um, all right. I was, I have two level twos left. Um, I have, so do I, but I mean. Well, I mean, let's just, uh, I think, okay. Which one do you want to do? Um, all right. So I guess I'll just do it. Okay. All right. So do you think the image you have of yourself Matches the image people see you as. I know it. I know I don't because people tell me all the time that they feel that I have so much energy, that they feel so much positivity, they feel so much light from me. And I got this tattoo, the light pours out of me because um, sometimes I see it, but a lot of times I don't. It, I, I know I don't see that because all the time I think of myself as almost like a villain. 
not, not maybe not that's not the right word, but I I know that people see me differently because people will tell me that they see me as a catalyst for change, and I feel very worthless all of the time. So I know what's up with me. Mm, damn. Um, I don't think the image I have of myself is what people see me as. And I think Nodi can attest to this a bit. I is I think the impact I have or the way people see or 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 I downplay the impact I have, period. Just I just downplay it. I downplay the things or the way that I might affect people. And apparently I have a good effect on people, uh, I, I guess. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I've been telling this man almost since the day I fucking met him that he's an angel and he really don't believe me. And I really will stand 10 toes down on that, that statement for the rest of my life. But with that being said, I feel, and you said this to me before, like I'm standing there with a tattered and torn cape. And that is the image I have of being that person who's always been there for everyone in the capacity that I can, mostly to my detriment. So now it's like that. I feel like I've been beaten down. Is that is that unlike an angel, though? Uh, yes. Uh, if it's wings, my wings are torn and But do angels bloody. ever get anything back? No, but... I'm not an angel. I mean, yes, no. I'm angel. I can have angelic no, qualities. You, but, yes. but as a human being, there's a lot that I need that I just don't get. And I think that... I, 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 I think a lot of the time, I think that because you're an empathetic person and you, you give so much of yourself, I, sometimes I think that you extend to people who you should not. Truth, truth, and truth, I, truth, truth, truth. But when it comes to, when it comes, but all, I think also sometimes that when it comes to students and when it comes to certain people, in, uh, in certain people, and I'm, I'm underlining the certain, that um, you may not, you, you, you downplay what you do so you don't, you, so you cannot feel what you're getting back. I get you. I get you. Um, I think I downplay what I do is because I don't see the impact. Um, yes, people say it, but sometimes you just think people are being nice. Maybe I'm not giving myself enough credit, which is 100% true. I'm not giving myself enough credit, but I don't know. I don't know. That's something I am working on. I, I'm, I'm aware of it. I'm, and when I, in, when I do the work, you know, the introspection work, I can tell that something is there causing me to not feel it. I honestly could, it could be, you know, experiences. It could be experiences that literally blew up in my face. It could be experiences that I still kind of carry in, in many instances. And it's not just internally. It's, you know, how people think about me, how people feel about me, a whole uh, understanding of in certain places, I am a villain. In certain places, I am a super villain. Yeah, no, but that's the bullshit. That's, that's fucking Josephine. Okay, oh. that's not a, that's not a Simon opinion, but I will say I want you to think about I, in terms of our friendship, who you met last November, right? And just you know the circumstance you met me in, then even who I was in January, and who I am now. Yeah. And growth. While yes, while I'm gonna pat myself 
on the back. Damn sure should. I would be lying if I didn't say that a big part of that wasn't because of you. And not, not only our friendship, but the advice and just the honesty you have given me. I use words, y'all. No, he uses more than, it's not, it's more than words because some of y'all are like, I tell my friend about themselves, but it's not, it's not just the words. It's the support that you give with the words and it's the, it's the honesty. It is, it's the care, which is why even from when I first met you and I was afraid to ask you any questions, so I really didn't know you, I always said that you were kind and that that's, I just, so even if you don't see it anywhere else, I really do hope that you see it in our friendship. Yes. I think also in, in, in return, I also think I wanted to show you that's, this is what friendship is supposed to look like. This is what a supportive person or somebody who cares about somebody else is supposed to look like and is supposed to treat you, treat you the way that you deserve to be treated. And I think that, I, you know, we all are looking for that. And I could recognize that I want to be treated a certain way. Why would I not reciprocate that to somebody else? You know what I mean? And I think that being part of working on your shit and getting mentally and emotionally healthy allows you to open up so you can be that person to treat somebody how we want to be treated. Some of us want to be treated a certain way. We want to be treated right. We want to be treated respectfully. We want to be treated lovingly. We want to be treated affectionately. We want to be cared caring and cared for but we don't want to reciprocate that because sometimes we just don't know how um, we were I, I sent you something today about the toxic relationships mm -hmm. and it was something along the lines that i can't remember it off the top of my head actually let me let me pull it up on my phone it was something like um everybody talks about um how hard it is to be in a healthy relationship but no one talks about how hard it is to be in a healthy relationship after a toxic one yes i'm gonna read you oh, the no, exact words yeah yeah yes Toxic relationships are hard, but do you know what else is hard? Your first healthy relationship after a toxic one. No one talks about how hard it is to unlearn the toxic behaviors. Oh, so what he sent me was cut off because I didn't get all that. Cut off for me too. You blah, <laughs> oh, blah, 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 blah. he remembered it. No, no. I, I mean, I could see some of it, but it's, it's still cut off. But that is really, you know, where we're coming from and what we think about when we think about the question of the question we just read, girl. Oh, oh you you read it. You read oh, it. Oh yeah, the image that you see for yourself. Damn, he's I'm all pointing at me. out like, and so what is the question? I read the you, question. You and yeah. it's you. Okay, I know. That wait, wait, hold on. Uh, we gotta wrap up. But this is a this is a quick one. Okay, quick one. Quick it's one. a wild card. Oh shit, got my bad. And it's reflection. It says, give your partner a compliment you don't think they hear often enough. Or they, they, they hear enough. That they do not hear enough. They, yeah, that they don't hear enough. Okay. Um, the compliment you don't hear enough. I have something. I don't want it to come off cheesy, but. No, say it. Be cheesy if it's cheesy. You're fucking worthy. I've never heard that, but thank you so much. There's nothing that you can't do or you're not qualified for. And you're worth it. That's two. But there you go. Maybe you can just put a, um, is that a semicolon? Yes, a, a semicolon. Look at me. I but I know. use a conjunction. Yeah, I could use a conjunction with a semicolon. Okay, he's getting too complicated. Sorry. You see, you see, I just said semicolon, and you know, I kind I'm of a teacher. had to ask about it. 
but thank you. I have not heard yes. that. Um, moment. I think this is probably. I may have told you this before, but um, I think again. I, I don't think you heard it at all, actually. But you are kind, and I don't just mean that as you know a a blanket statement. I think that you are kind to a capacity that you don't even understand. I think you you are kind and you give so much of yourself and it is human nature for you. And you, semicolon or whatever, conjunction, that's an and, right? Yes. You are one of a kind. I don't know if I've ever heard that one before. So thank you. I appreciate that. Damn. Feel good? Feel sad? <laughs> not, not because, but because I don't hear shit like that. You know what I mean? And I think, that's, I think that's where a good compliment comes in, you know? So compliment people, you know? Tell people what you feel or what you think about them because they may not be hearing it from anywhere else. I can, I can genuinely say that I've never heard that before. Which one? Well, the compliment you, you gave me. Okay. No, any part. You said, I'm worthy, I'm qualified, I've not heard any of that. And I'm You're worth, worth it. it. Yes. None of that. I get you. All right, well. <laughs> um, all right, we are going to revisit this game at a future episode. Maybe. But uh, we'll either, read a card or two. Um, oh, just so that I way we I think that the Teach created a new segment. Uh-oh. What's, what, oh, we'll definitely talk about that. And that might be something that we continue to explore. Yes. But we also uh, have been trying to be uh, mindful of trying to keep these, this podcast uh, under a certain time. So we're going to start wrapping it up so that right way now. we can go. So there's I am. No recommends. So sorry. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold no, on. No, there's no recommends this week. Wait, wait. There is. Oh, wait. I'm so sorry. This is my favorite segment. <laughs> Please wait. don't take this from me. Press the button. Press the button. Power. So here we go. Uh, Naughty and the Teach recommends. That was the wrong All right, one. That was definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm, was the I'm wrong one. I'm feeling the feels. Um, Here it is. Nope. What is happening right Can now? Can I just do it? Can, yes. are you, uh, no, so say it's the teachers. Oh, that was it. He finally got it. I it know, is it the teachers' so favorite, favorite, favorite segment. Naughty and the teach recommends. Blah 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 blah. Oh. Um, all right. So, uh, like Naughty said, we don't really have a recommends. This week, but our recommends we're both in agreement for is we recommend taking a break. Even if you love something and you are excited about it, we strongly suggest taking the time necessary to make sure you can build that success or build on that success. It is very necessary at times to make sure that you take care of yourself first. This is a very difficult thing for us to uh, for a lot of us to understand but it is so very necessary. Yes. And Take I, a break. Give yourself that time. It is okay to step away from something, even if you love it, just to give your time, yourself time to recharge. Literally this week, um, I was like, yeah, no. I, got, I, I needed a moment, so I texted my job, and I was like, I'm going to be, I said I'm going to be 20 minutes late. I was only, I ended up only being five minutes late, but the fact that I gave myself time to take a moment in the morning to decompress because I really needed it. I'm not saying like, you know, be late to work all the, all the time to make it, a, to make it a whole thing, but 
there are times where you truly need that moment and if that five minutes makes a difference and if you out at a job where you know that you have to clock in and start working automatically, take the five minutes. I'm telling you, whatever the the few the and I know that for a lot of people money is tight, but sometimes, you know, the whatever you know money that you lose, it is worth that moment to take a mental break, even if you have to keep moving. Yeah. You know? And I'm a mom, so I get it. I'm I'm a mom, I'm in school. You know, I'm working and I get it. You know, there are days where you cannot stop. You know, everything is revolving. Take the moment. Okay. Give your kid the fucking iPad. Let them watch the shit and take a moment. It is okay. You are not bad. You are not evil. Take the moment. You need to do it for you. All right. We want to do a couple of things real quick. We want to give a shout out to all the people who have listened to the podcast, have been listening to the podcast, have been asking us about when the new episode of the podcast is coming. So this one is for you. Here it is. This is for everybody as well for a reintroduction to who we are. I also want to take a moment of silence for the student that you lost. I think, you know, in any cases, it's sad when a child loses their lives. Um, It's especially tragic. And I want to Give them this space and time to let them know that they are in our thoughts and our prayers. And I'm sorry to end this in such a bummer way, but we definitely want to give us give them that space. And if it's any consolation and if you feel sad about this, please go out, get yourself a orange and blue soda and drink both of them shits in within 30 minutes and start saying emotional damage. In his memory, because I'm telling you, he would fucking love that. Moment of silence. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you coming back to us. We hope that you have a great rest of your week, and we will... See you next week. Bye.